this is episode three yay procrastination be damned <laughs> so today i will be talking about the things that shocked me the most on my trip to india you know the things that are different the things that they do differently than they do here or the things that are just there and are not here you know you know that the further away you move from your country the more different things are going to be shockingly different not wrong they're not wrong they're just the way they are supposed to be you know i think i landed I don't think I landed. I landed in Mumbai and I went to I took a walk first before taking the tuk-tuk. And the first thing that shocked me, what was it? Mm, just the the number of tuk-tuks I had never seen. That many tuk-tuks. And the noise also. it shocked me like i was surprised i i kind of s- s- stopped and stared at the cars and the tuk-tuks and they are hooting and the way it's like the sound doesn't stop the hooters stop people stop hooting but then by the time the person who was hooting stops or beeping or what do they call it in india honking you know so people don't stop the moment someone stops honking someone is in the middle of a honk and someone has just started their honk and someone is about to start their honk beep 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 that was crazy i thought no 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 what is happening it's so noisy i can't stand this but it's interesting so i i i stared for a while and i was like trying to figure out why are these people hooting why are they honking why are they doing these things and in the end i understood now i think i did that when i came here so they don't honk because someone is in the way or someone is doing something wrong they honk to give you attention that they are about to overtake to get it so <laughs> so here in south africa if you hoot if you honk at a person they take it as an offense more especially if they haven't done anything wrong more especially if it's an older person and you are honking at them they probably will get out with a gun <laughs> trust me more especially if they're a taxi driver and you honk <laughs> and they haven't done anything they actually first of all you honk they're going to take their hand out to show you that there is a way and just use the other side of the road if you need space don't honk at me you're making noise i'm driving listening to my beautiful music but in india if you don't honk that's taken as a disrespect not a disrespect but you're not following the rules maybe the unspoken rules so that shocked me i was like oh beep 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 oh beep 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 
So it's like this person is honking you're like oh you're such a good driver ah oh, i love you guys so yeah that shocked me a lot and secondly just around around the airport so i went to this other it's it's like a township it's a very congested place it's like a favela like a township you know small dwellings looking a little bit informal and there were lots of these statues i think they are some some christian not not christian catholic i think it's like there's a side of india where there are lots of catholic and they all dwell in in the same area and they've got like statues what do you call a small statue do you call it a statuette <laughs> statue statuerine a miniature statue and uh, no they were not really small but they were like human-sized statues and they are caged and there's like they've got they've got candles there and they burn candles i don't know when they do it maybe when they pray or when they give thanks that shocked me because in south africa we don't have we don't have religions that require you to have a a figure of a person or a thing or a god or anything here in south africa we our religions you know christianity it's like you imagine you imagine god you know everything is invisible so in india you will see the statues of the buddha you will see the statue of of uh Vishnu, you will see the statues of all the or all the, the the people that they or the things or the gods they worship. You get it? So it's it's a statue, it's a thing. You go to a temple, you walk inside and you do things, you do rituals, you follow steps of doing things like you are on a meditative state it's like you're doing stuff you're walking around you're cycling you're cycling and you are worshiping and you are bowing and you are kneeling and you are you see it's it's that it's that way that surprised me it's something that i had to stop and look at and wonder and ask myself and be attentive and and try to imagine or try to figure out why or how or why it's the way it is so that's that's number two and number three is the amount of sweets there you know like this like you can go to a shop or a small stall where they only sell sweets and they're they're not packed they're not packaged they look like small cakes it's just maybe made of flour and some sugary stuff some of them will have will have nuts and seeds and some of them would pink blue yellow green they look like small cakes but they're not cakes you know they're just sweets you know and they are pegged and they're just pegged there it's like it's like a meter high and two meters long in a in a shelf or in a glass shelf so i bought a couple and i ate I, and i ate them so that surprised me 
with it we don't oh third before i forget so in india another thing that surprised me the most was the number of times or how often you're gonna see someone spitting like in india they've got i think it's all over asia if i'm not mistaken i googled it so people have this they buy these small sachets of the powder i think it's a bark of a tree if i'm not mistaken so they just take this they take that pack sachet if you go you're walking around india you're gonna see small stores with just say sachets that and that are attached to each other it's like a line of sachets so you just go there you pay five rupees and you you tear one out and then you open it and then you empty it into your mouth and you chew the contents and when you're done chewing the contents i think you swallow the, the your, your own saliva i'm not sure i don't know if you saw oh, of course how will you how will it get into you so you swallow the 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 things that you but then you 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 spit off the bugs you spit off the contents after chewing you know i don't know if i'm making sense so so after that i think the the that the contents of the sachet leaves a bad taste in their mouths so they will spit saliva brown stuff comes of out of their mouths and all over India, in the streets, you're going to see the, the stuff. More especially in urban areas, you're going to see the stuff. And they also do it in, you know, at the train station. In the, on the, on the, on the rail, when there is no train, they will spit there. They will just walk close to the, to the, to the thing and they will spit. Even people who have not been chewing the things... You know, spitting is contagious. When you see someone spitting, you are more likely. Sorry, when you are when you see someone spitting, you are more likely to spit, also. So. I saw that, and that surprised me. Not to say it's a wrong thing to do, not to say it's the right thing to do, but to say it's a different thing for me to see as a South African. In South Africa, or what I'm used to, or, or ever since I. Ever since I, I've, since my my since I was born, I've never seen people spitting. That that often. It's kind of compulsive. They have to do it. I only spit when I'm smelling something bad or I ate something that I, you know, in yes, like things that don't, that are not not after eating something. So that shocked me. Mm. I was also shocked about mm, what shocked me. I took a tuk-tuk. <laughs> oh, how I love saying these words. I took a tuk-tuk and it took me to the place where I took a train to go to a tourist, what, tourist treasure or tourist touristy traveling trip <laughs> god so mm, how cheap things are in india oh i was shocked like it left me in pieces oh yo so i i would take i would so 
one South African rand equals five rupees, Indian rupees. So I would, and not only that, something being equal to the your local currency being more in 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 numbers to another country currency doesn't automatically convert to its value being more but even if south african rand was equal to one rupee it would still be cheaper in india the numbers don't make a difference what makes the difference is the value of your currency there not the, oh come on it's too complicated to explain because it, for, for example south african rand one south african rand oh, let's not even go there so how cheap the things were in india that surprised me because i i would take it took took for like five rands which is you you in south africa you can never take a taxi you cannot take anything for five rands and in india that converts to 25 rupees I'm I'm using my fingers. <laughs> so 25 rupees and you can go for like because I think it the base fee is like 8 rupees. So that that gives me like 4 or 5. I was so ah. Uh, I would I would I would drink a tea, a cup of tea for for 5 rupees. That's like 1 rand. Ah, man, that that shocked me like it shocked me to a point where i would buy something and the person would give me so much change that i would think it's more than i gave them i would ask for a price and they would give me a price and i would not believe them and i would ask them to repeat themselves and then i would hesitately hesitantly pay them i would not to hesitate to pay them per se but to hesitate to give them that little money that they are asking for I'm not saying I had too much money or I had a lot of money. No, I I went to a cheap country. <laughs> Extremely cheap. That surprised me. Like when I went to the train station and the train was... What was it? 10 rupees. Uh, and I went from... Uh, I think that was 14 kilometers. It surprised me. I thought I would I could do this every day, man. If I could travel for fourteen hours, fourteen kilometers for ten rupees, why would I not wanna travel around India forever and ever? Ah, come on. Ah. And another thing that surprised me, not to say it shocked me, was it. I was surprised to see that in the train, there is. Like in the train station, there's a place where ladies are supposed to board their coach and a place where men are supposed to like men and women don't mix in public you don't there's no coach where you're gonna find females with males it's they are all separated so there's like a pink pink coach and that's for ladies i have i thought that was very very special and a thing that every country should adopt not to say that we want to separate the genders but out of respect people we in public spaces we, we deserve a little bit of privacy i think it would make much the world much a much 
better place. I mean, in trains in here in South Africa and other countries, you will see people packed up, jammed up in a train, and there are just ladies there, and we're just squeezing each other. I don't think it, it, no, it's less civilized. I thought that was really special, so it surprised me. And the number of cars in India, the number of motorbikes, oh, the number of people in India, oh, jeez, the number of trains, the number of cars, the number of, oh, it's just too many, it's just too many, the number of temples, and the way, and, and again, I think this is number five, how Indian men dress, they, they wear button up or button down shirts or shirts or long sleeved shirts depending on where you are from or how you what you call them so here in south africa we wear t-shirts we can wear a sporty 100 percent t cotton t-shirt or 50 percent 50 percent polyester or we can wear a 100 percent polyester t-shirt long sleeve t-shirt or a vest a vest is a t-shirt a shirt without sleeves we don't wear the shirts that you have to iron and button and they have a collar. We can wear collarless for the rest of our lives unless we are going for an interview. Indian men wear shirts as if they were going to an interview every single day. But what they do for a living is brush shoes or what they do all day is to sell stuff on the streets or what they do is to drive a tuk-tuk or what they do is to sit in the street asking for change or playing music or whatever i thought that was really really beautiful like they wear shirts when you're wearing a shirt here in south africa you it's it's a bit it's a bit formal it's a bit you know we 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 here yeah, we are just kicking it <laughs> we are we are laid back you know we wear like for comfort i don't think i would i would i would feel comfortable the whole the, the my whole my whole life wearing a shirt you know and they've got you know they don't just wear blank shirts they, most of them are checked checked shirts and they wear formal pants even though they may be wearing flip-flops they will or thongs what i don't know if you are from the uk or the us so they will wear flip-flops with formal pants and a shirt. I thought that was, oh, man, different. You know, here you can just wear your sports shirt or you whatever, colorful t-shirt. Or you know, you know what I'm talking about. And I was also shocked by... the number of stalls that are there on the streets in India. I don't know. You know, I tried. I tried to eat as much food as I could, like different food. I went, I even went on a two-day eating challenge, you know, with myself. You know what I did? Took a train, get off the train, eat a different meal, got on a train, get off the train, eat a different meal. Like, 
even if I were to go to on a, on a single street and want to eat one thing after another, not repeating anything, I would be full before a kilometer of walking on that street. It's just, there's just too many things to choose from. It's like a lot of foods and the, the food is really cheap because that's Indian lifestyle. People eat on the streets. It shocked me. It really did shock me. And what shocked me also? Mm, talking about shocking stuff. Mm, ah. You know, also, just things being different from where you're from, it's kind of surprising. The building materials, you know, they are nothing like we have here in South Africa. We build our houses out of bricks that look different. Tile, we tile our houses differently. We decorate our houses differently. Everything is just different. And what surprised me again or actually shocked me was how people carry their cargo around. You know, people carry their heavy loads using cows or buffaloes or, yes, wild buffalo, <laughs> water buffalo. And they use carts of their bicycles to pull or to, to move their, their stuff around. You will be surprised, more especially in the morning or in the evening, by how many people are carrying heavy loads of stuff, moving to and fro, you know. And I was also shocked by the, you know, these big figures that they have in their temples, you know. You know, they they be like having a big statue of their god or it's just huge and your size equals to the to the size of its foot you know it's just and how and how nice indians in general are i think that surprised me a lot because at some point i would not trust people thinking that they would be the way that I expect people to be, me being from a country that is number four or on the not so safe countries, I would think I would be very careful on the first days and then only to realize that people are actually nice, like genuinely nice, more especially when you are not in the city. But even then, when you're in the city, you will, you, you, you are comfortable because you see people comfortable. You realize how, how, how much you have to be free. It's when you're not used to that feeling of having to walk around with your smartphone hanging or listening to music or just putting your phone in a pocket and not having to be sure that you're always holding it or you take your backpack and put it, walk with it while it's in front of you and make sure that it's zipped carefully or you're constantly looking around. It's, it's, it's quite a feeling, you know, especially when you're not used. I'm from a country where if I'm in town or in the city, 
I've got to make sure, you know. <laughs> Just make sure. <laughs> and and I what didn't what didn't surprise me that I expected to surprise me. I don't know if I just didn't go to the places where I... You know, I've seen pictures of India and I thought I would see, you know, colorful, colorful, like, places. Maybe because of my way of traveling. I don't plan to go to places, you know. People would say India is colorful. It is, but not to an extent that I've seen in the pictures. Indian food is spicy, but not to an extent that I... that I've... That I've head i'm not saying that the the in, i'm not saying indian food isn't spicy i'm not saying india is not as colorful as i've seen it probably is but in my experience the way i traveled it wasn't that the case i didn't see the colorful things i did see the colorful things but not as much as i thought i would and the food wasn't i've n- i never ate something that i couldn't tolerate like i could eat anything i ate almost everything that I could see and think is interesting. And trust me, I'm not picky. I just don't eat beef and red meat, but you know, Indians don't eat beef. So I ate and ate and ate. And uh, surprise, surprise, or shocky, shocky, what shocked me? I went to the Mahatma Gandhi Museum. I went to India Gate and I only went there because there were two American friends that I had met at the hostel and they were sorry they wanted to go somewhere and when we were in town we just looked at the map and say let's just go to Mahatma Gandhi Museum we went there and we just we were just kicking it and I was surprised by the amount of detail at the Kajurao monument statue, sorry, the, the temples with erotic sculptures. And it's, I, I can't explain it, man. I just can't explain it. It's, I don't know. Imagine you are building something for the rest of your life. You're building a house for the rest of your life, just one room house for the rest of your life. What would you what would you, how would you build it if you were given, you, you're spending your whole life building one room? The amount of detail that you would put there equals to the amount of detail that is in the, on the temples in Kajurao. It's, it's just amazing. They're taking sandstone and they're turning it into a very detailed depiction of a moment in life of people doing stuff to other people. It's just I couldn't I couldn't stomach that. It was just too much to digest. It, I'm not saying I try to lick the statues, naked statues. I'm saying <laughs> that it was too much to take in. You you would have to stand there and think and think, wind back, go back to their time and imagine them doing that. It would take them a lot of years, and you could tell. Uh, you could tell that. This took them a very long time. Yeah, that was just something else. 
and I was also surprised by of course they did how different the food is you know because I believe that the food at a place is dependent on the climate of that place and the things that you can grow there <coughs> and also that shapes the culture you know you can't say if you go to a country where corn doesn't grow it's more likely it, it people are more likely not to eat corn at that place like in I, I believe in America they you they usually usually use corn for for grazing for cattle but here in South Africa we use corn to make food pap porridge you know so form follows function things that are there are going to be the things that people eat and the more people eat a certain food or a certain kind of a thing the more different it's going to be you know if we if you come to south africa and you want to eat everything that is made out of corn you will realize how we've through time managed to evolve it to breed it to favor us to cook it in a different way to make stuff out of it you get it just that you know i think in india they've got flour in asia they've got flour they've got rice you go there they don't cook rice the way we do they cook it in a way that you can tell that they've been doing this for thousands of years yet we didn't know about it you see so their food is different and because i went to kajurao and i took I rented a bicycle. I went to small villages and I would see people in their houses and they just doing mundane things, you know, getting by, you know, in a different way, you know. I was surprised also you know maybe it's due to my my not knowing india or my ignorance i it was so easy to find english english books like bo- the books that i've read like the four hour work week like zero to one like all these self help books from tony robbins to timothy ferris to steve jobs to all those books you know I was surprised. I also was surprised to know to learn that water buffaloes are not as violent and aggressive as cattle or cows. That was surprising because they look so wild. Someone explained to me that they are not as wild as cows and they they look so calm and friendly. You know, I was that shocked me. And I attended the the Ganga Arti the festival i don't know if you can call it a festival it's like a a prayer at the end of the day along the the ganges along the ganga river people giving thanks to the river 
how many people attended and how much with respect it is done and and just the whole ritual taking place people waving their you know their things and dancing and doing slowly and playing music and singing along and floating candles on the water and such that was something i had never seen before another thing was the number of stray dogs oh god so many stray dogs and because you know because with you know dogs are things are animals that we've domesticated they want to stick around they want to be with us you know they 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 depend on us so they stick around they are usually around humans it's hard to find a a stray dog no it's almost impossible to find a wild dog a wild stray dog because they eat human garbage you know because we are so we are so picky to a point where we've got nutritious things that we throw away you know and i was also surprised at how men dress you know like when they are just kicking it and when they are just caged, i mean they, when they just men in india can take t-shirts off more especially ar- along the, the ganges river like they just take their shirts off and they are wearing their towels or their what do you call this uh i forgot it so they just there with their big tummies just just like just letting loose you know this is sitting there you know not caring that that was beautiful graceful and you could tell that these people they don't look like they have anything to worry about you know and i was also surprised to hear about this the sadhus the people who you find at the ganges the people who undertake the burials they are covered in ashes some say that those ashes are from the people who are cremated the bodies that are cremated there they take the ashes and they smear around the, their bodies and they would usually you would meet a naked a naked man you know with his junk hanging you know hitting his thighs if that if it's that long <laughs> i don't know man i uh, i just i didn't stay and <laughs> and you know you i mean you can if i could tell that indian civilization has been there for a very long time you can if if they can take a, an ingredient that has always been there in each and every country an ingredient an ingredient such as milk and they they make stuff out of milk milk is a universal it, it, milk is everywhere it's either you can take it from an elephant or from a buffalo or from a cow or from iron or from a dog whatever milk is milk and indians have ways they've got meals that they make out of they've got ah they've got lassi they've got this ah what do you do they call it they call it malai they've got these things that they make out of milk they froth the milk they color it they make it 
it's like you're eating ah uh, it's just too many foods made out of milk so it if you think about it you realize how far it must have come you know i mean looking at they don't even use machines to do the stuff that they are doing you know handmade food stuff you know i was also shocked to see the number of stores you know the chai stores then how how common it is to see people drinking tea chai it's it's just a thing to do like i think in south africa the most common thing is the thing that people do in between things you taking a break you go out you can smoke that's that's a bit western you know you can smoke you can eat a bubble gum i don't know i don't do that or you can do it you know those little things that you do when you're taking a break from something you're sitting they drink chai you know in south africa you get out you smoke if you don't smoke i don't know what you do because i don't do anything i don't eat lunch so <laughs> they do that i was surprised you know <laughs> and what shocked me also was the number of statues you know statues that are drawn paintings of gods and religious drawings you know with 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 a uh, descriptions underneath i don't know if they were descriptions or they're just written in hindi and you know that way and the trucks the decorated trucks oh come on so i've got a picture here it's a, a tata truck that carries heavy loads you know maybe it has like 20 18 wheeler or something or 12 wheeler so it says good carrier goods carrier all india permit you know so it's it's like it's a truck that carries goods heavy loads and it's it's adorned like it's painted and decorated with symbols and signs and religious symbols and funny things and there are things hanging there and it's painted in red and green and blue and it's just beautiful it looks like something you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to take anywhere because you're afraid that it's going to get damaged or something is going to happen to it it's, they are just so beautiful <laughs> and shocking stuff i think i think i'm done talking about the things that shocked me the most in india but i trust me i don't think i've done half of it this is just some of the things because uh, i'm here scrolling on the pictures and looking at the moments that i've Im- that, that i've managed to capture but you know the thing there are so many things that happened between i wasn't taking pictures all all day long and at everything that i look at and everything that i experience you know there are things that you experience and there are things that you take pictures of and the smell you know they always tell you that india is different and it's different in every way it's gonna it's gonna you're gonna your senses are gonna experience it in a different way i don't i don't i can't explain it i can't tell you how it smells like 
It just smells different. It's the opposite of whatever I've known since I was born. And the things that I see have just the opposite of what I've known. They just, they do things differently. They do different things. They do odd things. Odd in comparison with what I do and what we do. And I thought that was very beautiful. And it has to be. Because if it wasn't, then the word would be very boring. And... Surprising things, surprising things, shocking things, you know, the food, hmm? the people, they're so nice, they're so nice, they, and they look happy, like generally, they look happy, more especially young people and the kids, you know, they're just playing around, and I think the less, I don't know the statistics, but I have it's not a theory, but I think I've made a conclusion that the less there there is a gap in a in a country between the rich and the poor, or you know, it's I think it's always the case that there's gonna be fewer rich people, but. It, there can be a gradient, you know. They can you can have very poor people. Maybe they make twenty five percent or fifty percent of the country, and then you've got like tens of five percent going up, getting rich and rich and richer, and then you get five, the richest five percent up. So in India, I think there's like a a huge percent of poor people and maybe 10, 15, 20 average and then you've got like 10% or 5% richest. So they, like the general thing that you see that it's just, it's just poor people, like people who just have enough food to eat. So the more, the less there is that gap or the more people are congested in one place or around are surrounded by the more people are, sur- are just ar- around other people who are in the same income level as them, the happier they become. You get it? So in countries, I believe that countries that have more crime, they have those crimes due to their imbalance in... in not imbalance, but the more different people have incomes. You know, in South Africa, we've got poor people there. We've got rich people over there. We've got white people. We've got black people. We've got, like, it's diverse. It's it's me. It's I don't know you. It's you earn more money. It's I earn more money than you. It's I live differently, you know? We are too diverse. It's like we've got... Usually, we don't have anything in common with our neighbors. Do you get it? So that makes us assume things, you know. You look at a person, you assume they're happy. You look at a person driving a Mercedes-Benz, you think they're happy because they were, they married a white lady. So you do that. So you, you, you get what I'm saying. 
<coughs> so South Africa is too diverse. Too diverse. So I'm not saying diversity is bad. I'm saying that that leads to people not being happy and not being happy for wrong reasons. You know. So it's like in India, people starve and everyone else is starving or everyone else is hungry or everyone else is has got food and it's like you can if you are around people who are in the same level as you you don't feel pushed or you don't feel, you don't have jealousy or envy and envy is a bad thing because i've i was just thinking about this today that i think i wrote it somewhere that when you envy, envy people envy them with sorry when you envy people envy them together with their shortcomings and their their pains and the struggles that they are going through or they've gone through i'm not saying that people have things of are better than you because they no usually maybe they've had it easy but everyone has their own problems i'm not saying our problems are the same or they are equal but you have your problems someone else has their problem even the happiest person has had their problems or maybe they don't have maybe don't they don't have to have their problems but that's their life and you live yours they live theirs so so the problem with envy is you envy from a point of misunderstanding nobody envies while knowing the whole story when you know the whole story then you get to understand how much the price is to pay and then you realize that you are better off being yourself with what you do what you have and what you don't have so i think that that surprised me how nice people are in general and how i can walk at night with my phone taking a live video ah that was quite a thing I didn't want to leave India. <laughs> so there are so many things I can talk about them. It's 23:25 right now in South Africa. South African time. It's time is moving man. I got to got to sleep. We're going to talk. Let me stop this when it says 46:46. 46.